0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Shrews Views, it's episode 5, my name is Luke Hatfield and once again I'm joined in the basement of the Express and Star and Shropshire Star Towers, Shrewsbury Town Correspondent, Lewis Cox. Lewis, how are you?
1: Hello Luke, melting down here in the uh, in the pitfalls of earth.
0: Yeah, I mean... It
1: feels like we're like on the equator, it's that hot.
0: There. You know how it feels, like the floor is literally like... A little tiny little bit of land over the, the core of the earth. No, that's expense, how it feels, it? no
1: expense spared, you know. It, it might be warm down here, but it's not too glamorous. Could have better settings, I would suggest. But it seems like all the important posh rooms have been booked out, you know, for our slot. Typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, last to be thought of as ever, but, you know, show must go on.
0: Yeah, that's right. We're still here. We're still bringing you the shrews views. Um... I have no
1: views. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> international break, um, yes. which makes for quite a quiet week um, in terms of Shrewsbury Town and in terms of our jobs anyway. How do you kind of get on
1: during <laughs> the international wish. break? There's no less column inches to fill, which is a shame. Uh, so it just makes life harder, where people might think it makes it easier because there's no game. Mm. No, it's much harder, really. Um, <clears throat> you go without the, the pre-match press conference, which you obviously you know, you see the manager and you, you see players and get content for the for the days ahead and whatnot, then you don't have a game on the weekend, you don't have a post-match press conference, uh, yeah, it, a bit of a pain in the backside, so obviously, excuse me, aren't too used to it, are they in League One, League Two, where, uh, mm. you know, you only have an international break if there were, what, three players called up, which which doesn't usually happen, you know, but a bit of an odd one this weekend, because they were due to play Berry. Yeah, so the game wouldn't have Obviously, sadly, existed anyway because they were expelled, um, and it's happened to fall on international weekend. Instead, w- would have been interesting because Town only had two call-ups yeah. until Giles Ryan Giles, uh, who I believe is on standby, got a late England under twenties call-up. So whether that would have been a late call-off because you can't call the game off with two with, with two away. Yeah. Um, so if they weren't playing Berry, they would have had to have played with two missing two defenders and been. You know, up the creek with no paddle, so to speak. Really, Mm. with two defenders missing, one injured as well. So, got a bit fortunate. Uh, Obviously, Giles was called up in the end anyway, but got a little bit fortunate. It could, they could be sure in future international. You know, there's an international break in November. I think it falls on a Doncaster game away, which isn't easy. And you know, if only two, if only the Grenada lads get the call up and Giles doesn't, they can't get it off. Yep. can't get it past Leaves them incredibly short in defence. Could be a problem, but um, we'll cross that bridge next month. I'm sure some, you know, the, the club will be aware of that and and yeah, 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 for sure. Trying to find answers, I'm sure. Yeah, see um,
0: what filling column inches isn't too bad for the nationals. You have seen this whole Rooney versus Vardy chit Oh my gosh, it was a talk, it was the talk of Twitter we've be,
1: Look, we've filled pods before talking about what have we talked about? Circle Blimey Love Island The Jungle All of this This is right up This is mm. a bit of me this. As soon as this dropped, I'm all over it You know Checking all the responses This is Juice Juicy Kind of Heaven Wagatha Christie Yeah oh, It's so good It's so good I get excited by very little But I get excited by this
0: Yeah it was. I mean When it was breaking It's the only time I've been on Twitter And I think
1: Every tweet Was about One subject Yeah I mean Colleen Rooney, really what she's done is, as many people have said, incredible. You know, who would have thought to have done that? And it requires so much effort. Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna say anyone's guilty of anything, obviously, but uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we can all go to the old hacked, you know, oh it wasn't mm. me on my account. Thing. The old Jolie and Lescott oh, pocket yeah. tweet. Yeah, that one, yeah. Good one, Rebecca. Uh, it's just just fun, in it. You know, just these these people that you know maybe have got not very much to do <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know I don't know <clears throat> I don't want to kick them while they're down or, or receiving all this press but have you seen that the Sun also have a, the secret wag We are not oh, anyway 100%, 100%. We, which no, it's, it's, I, I didn't really before this realise I have wondered before I wonder who that is uh, but yeah it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious is
0: yeah I mean it's not been confirmed yet but you've, <laughs> you have your suspicions of who it is now don't yeah. you
1: I wonder if uh, I wonder if the Shrewsbury Town Wags have a group chat
0: oh I reckon that could be an interesting group chat to be part of well yeah
1: I mean you know, I don't know any of them obviously and um, you know clearly it's some way from uh, Colleen and Rebecca yeah but uh, yeah you know it's interesting side of the game and yeah, it's been you're right, it's helped the Nationals out during these quite few days.
0: You know what we need now, don't you? FA Cup.
1: I thought you were going to say the return of Love Island. Oh,
0: well, well that would be handy, but yeah. the FA Cup draw, 100% you want Derby oh, versus Leicester yeah, now, yeah. don't you?
1: Before Rooney's even come back to England, this is unreal content.
0: God, imagine imagine if they drew each other. You'd have the whole handshake fiasco <laughs> all over again. Do they shake hands, do they not? It's funny. I mean... Oh, that's oh.
1: funny. Fair play for Colleen for airing it in, you know, airing all the dirty laundry in public for all of us to see. Absolute top-notch content.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly is better than anything we produce, eh? Oh, maybe. Maybe, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, let's get into Shrewsbury Town chat then, shall we? Let's run through the games since our last episode, and the first one was not a good one. Um, <clears throat> Shrewsbury Town nil.
1: <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Fleetwood three.
1: Yeah, well, I did say that was going to be hard. <laughs> And yeah, I think Town made it possibly harder work than it was for the simple reason. And any Town fans that went to the game or or read my stuff will will know this. Town just imploded. Mm. Um, Which is not, you know, imploded after falling 1-0 down, which is not what you want to do against a Joey Barton team. Not a home as well. And like... You know, I hate. I don't like this. You know when you know when Frank Lampard was in charge of Derby and it was Frank Lampard's Derby, and now it's Joey Barton's Fleetwood and yeah. Steven Gerrard's Rangers. All that. Don't like it, but you know, Fleetwood were essentially eleven Joey Barton's, mm. which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but you know, it worked for them. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, Sam Ricketts came out after that game and said some pretty strong things about the officials that day and and whatnot and you know Fleetwood clearly had a game plan uh, particularly wandered up into the second half which they executed perfectly um, but you know Shrewsbury who were in a good place at that point hadn't lost in a little while hadn't conceded it was a real tough test at home against a team that were higher than them in, than them in the league and I think Fleetwood are still third now but it was so deflating we're in a really good place and for the home fans to after to witness that sort of 3-0 mm. just, it was just a nothingness second half they were 1-0 down and they just you know half hour in fell to pieces um, after dominating the first half and half the Shrew, Fleetwood could not lay a glove on Shrewsbury for that opening half hour and it was really encouraging Town created chances Ryan Giles missed the best of them mm. it was a poor, poor finish and you know Fleetwood got a corner hits the bar goes in off Callum Lang own goal unlucky alright they should, shouldn't should concede a free header but it, it concerned me I've got to say how how they sort of look to have look to fall to pieces physically the, the confidence just drained out of them you could see it before your eyes when they went a goal down and and that struck me as a mentality thing and I think Omar Beckles said the same after to me you know that shouldn't happen when you go 1-0 down when you're mm. the better team It's 1-0, you know, you can still finish 1-1, win 2-1, 3-1, it's 1-0. It wasn't 3-0 at that point, but there was no response to going a goal down, no response after half-time, and the second half was just a a formality, really. Fleetwood getting a couple more goals, and yeah, it was really... It was not the best atmosphere at, at the Meadow. It wasn't scathing, but there were, you know, it was just... I can't think of the word to... It's never going to come um,
0: across well a 3 0
1: defeat at home. No, no, exactly. And, you know, I think we all accepted that they're a good side with a decent budget and high ambitions for the season. But Town, you know, looked better than them at the start of the game and, and could have rallied. And it just posed questions for the future about their mentality, you know, falling behind, not being able to respond to setbacks, that kind of thing. And it made the next game, which was away at Tranmere, a struggling side, realistically it made it a massive game even though it was away they really needed a response mm, that's it and they got one um, yeah 1-0 yeah. Yeah. win um, and a Spice Boy in the goals Spice Boy in the goals <laughs> yes very good when you said that then I was like what's he on about hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about Robbie Fowler Jason McAtee all that Steve McMahon and that's a Liverpool side coming out yeah. um, and it wasn't anything to do with Victoria Beckham Spice Girls? No. no, no. No, it was very much the Spice Boy. Well, you say that. We don't know who scored that goal still, technically. I mean... What's listed as if, if anyone can get in touch from the dubious goals panel or any official from the club uh, and tell me it was definitely someone's goals because the players seem to keep disagreeing over it. Um, nah, yeah. I mean, 20th minute, great finish from Pierre, who's a very, very technically gifted defender. Um back in the team for his first start after injury and it was a great finish angled mm. finish takes a free kick down on the left side of the box beats his man takes his time takes a touch and drills it across the keeper in off the far post great finish but Callum Lang was there lurking like mm. all good strikers should in the right position and it was impossible to tell whether he, he got a touch I mean my first thought from very high up at Tranmere was that it went in off the post but Lang was definitely claiming it. He was definitely claiming it on Twitter. Pierre was claiming it in the interview, saying that even Lang had said it was Pierre's goal, you know. Pictures were inconclusive. I'm pretty sure the slow mo video was inconclusive, to be honest. But mm. no, I think if I, I think it did look like Pierre's goal. I mean that's his first for town. Yeah, just give it to the defender. I mean I often just To be school? honest, I do you not think strikers need it more? I mean they're joking because they should score more, but strikers need goals.
0: The thing is, if you're a striker, right, you get the feeling of scoring a goal, you know yeah, yeah. once every three or four games or Or, or depending on how depending how on how good you are. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but if you're a defender you only get that a couple like you don't get that very often, yeah. do you? Well Pierre came this summer with a reputation of being a goal scoring defender. He's he's got ability, serious ability but um, he's still going to score less goals
0: a season than yeah yeah
1: and he, and, and he scored goals at his previous club here and to this point hadn't for Shrewsbury he said it was frustrating him a bit he's had a few efforts a few spectacular efforts I remember a couple of bicycle kicks and stuff like that um, there's no taking this away from him I think it's good that Lang tried so hard
0: to claim mm. it you mm. know he's
1: Lang's already off the mark for town that would have been his second if he'd have sort of nicked it away from his teammates but yeah if it was really a 50-50, I as a manager, I would be inclined to give it to my striker to, for for numbers, stats, confidence. Mm. You, you're right, obviously Pierre's not going to score as many and it'll probably annoy him a bit, but you know, next time Pierre smashes a header in and it's conclusively his, yeah. he can have it. But while there's a little element of, like, I'd be doing all I could to give it to the striker, just, you know, Callum Lang might get nine goals a season that might make it 10 or 14 might make it 15 but or... Pierre's done all the hard work No, you're right you are You are so right I'm, you know talking nonsense but that I just think you know strikers need goals five off goals anyway sadly I mean we're talking about Lang and him trying to nick the winner mm. trudged off limped off towards the end of that game and uh, appears he's got a really bad ankle injury so mm. I mean <laughs> sort of I'd say rubbing salt into uh a rub injury into insult, or, or rub salt in the wounds of, yep. of Lang. Not only does he not get credited with the winner that he reckons he touched, he's he's now got a, a bad ankle problem that could see him sideline for for however long. We're just waiting on the sort of the results there from the club. It's a blow, but now nah, they they won the game. Pierre's goal, great finish across mm. across the keeper, whether Lang touched it or not. Great away day, nearly a thousand uh, yeah. town fans there. Not very far up through uh, up through Cheshire and up to. Uh, up to Merseyside, this side of the river, uh, the river, obviously, and it's good away day. Town I've been there for a few years, but yeah, real good, loud, noisy, following behind the goal, and like I said, they—it was a big game. There, uh, it was a response needed. The players and the management knew that. They knew that the 3 0 home defeat to Fleetwood is not what they're about this season. They hmm. don't expect that. They've got higher standards for themselves. Wanted to show to supporters why they've got high standards and that that can be a one-off. And listen, they, they, the league table states that they should beat Tranmere. That they're a better side than Tranmere. They got a helping hand. Connor Jennings red card. I was going to say the red card helps, doesn't it? Yeah, stroke of half time That I mean, Tam were already leading. As I say, twentieth minute goal and much the better side already. Not not always easy, is it, playing ten men? You know, you know that old cliche. Yeah, but, they just um, sit
0: back and just try and catch on the break, don't they?
1: But the second half, it was. I mean. It was crazy. It was literally wave after wave after. Oh, I struggle to remember anything like it. And it's a town team that have struggled to create regular chances this season. High number of shots and chances, mm. not scored too many. You know, their second lowest scorers in League One, despite being mid-table. But in that at Tranmere, ten men included twenty-two shots on goal, which is. Six more than any other games this season. It was loads. It was like chance after chance. In the 70, 70th minute onwards, it was like it was like a shot a minute. Oh, was, the tweets were getting ridiculous. Mm. One at the post, some off the line. Um, so stuff to work on really in terms of being ruthless. Uh, being a little touch. bit more clinical. Yeah, because, you know, you never think one nil's enough, do you? Especially when you've dominated the game. You think there's always going to be a sting in the tail. Mm. And I tell you what, Tranmere had a 95th minute chance through Neil Duns, who got free in the box, and you know, Town needed to rely on a good Max O'Leary save mm. for the three points when they shouldn't have. You know, and that would have been a travesty, and that would have been, you know, a real blow, real concern. But they got the win that they thoroughly deserved. A really commanding performance, if not the scoreline necessarily suggests it. I would say
0: yeah and then you know following up from that um, the winning kept happening uh, Shrewsbury Town 3 Newcastle United and it's 21 0 nil mm-hmm. in the EFL Trophy or the Leasing.com Trophy as it's now known um, I mean wins breed wins <laughs> even if they're in the EFL Trophy right
1: yeah um, yeah it's good to win obviously and uh, if they'd have lost that I mean they would have been out of the group stage but Sam Ricketts says he wants to win in it he wants to qualify from it who are we to say you know he doesn't but Mm. obviously this competition doesn't bring in the numbers uh, fans aren't interested how many were there Uh, Mm. 1450 it's not terrible well it might I don't really want to say it but it looked less than that Yeah, put it like that there's 55 away fans from Newcastle.
0: Fair play to them
1: 55. Yeah. so a long old way to go. And memory. this is this was a young under-21s team. It weren't like Newcastle's best kids. They're all out on loan. This was 16, 17-year-olds. Hmm. Yeah, they're technically decent, but, you know, kids, real, uh, real kids. Um, and Shrewsbury played a very much a stronger side than, I think, myself. And, and a lot of supporters thought they would. Um, do you reckon that comes into the fact that you know you've not got a game the weekend? Yeah, I think to an extent, yes, certainly. But, what I would say, I mean, we expect certain youngsters to, to have maybe played for Shrewsbury, like the first-year pros, like your James Rowlands and Ryan Barnetts, mm. uh, and whatnot. But, I mean, both of those are on the bench. Sam Ricketts has a massive squad. Yeah. Like a a bigger-than-average squad with you know at least two players in each position and there are players that aren't even making the 18 in the league certainly players on the bench in the league that aren't getting on that you would expect to and all of those had to play You know, they have to be given a chance in some competition if they're not in this then when are they going to get a chance I mean in the league there's always going to be injuries, suspensions they're always going to be needed but I suppose to, to keep a happy camp and to keep everyone sort of motivated they need to be getting minutes and you know these senior players that come in for this competition they may think they're above it or think that they haven't got a try in it or whatnot. Town didn't do that their senior team played really well uh, got three great goals took it seriously and you know maybe some of them caught the eye enough to, to push Sam Ricketts into thinking about a league game or you know mm-hmm. a place on the bench or something it was a good night actually because going 3-0 the two strikers scoring and of course uh, Dangerous Dave well the moment yeah it, it it made a sort of ordinary non-event forget forgettable Evening, despite the win it 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 gave it a story. You know, it was the moment, mm. and you know, in years to come or whatnot, we'll we'll remember that as his his first goal back. It was a nice moment. Yeah, shame that you know, shame that it weren't a league game at the Meadow where he could have properly celebrated it.
0: That's what I was thinking. I mean, imagine if he scores the winner late mm. on
1: against someone. You know. I mean, Sunderland come to the Meadow soon. It might be the next league. Game. Town's next league game is away at Lincoln. Uh, next Friday night and then there's, there's a couple of home league games in a row one of them's Sunderland one of them's Gillingham play Saturday Tuesdays I mean imagine if he, you know, he'd you been the winner in one of those especially the Sunderland game that's probably how he'd have more dreamt it but listen it's been 10 months since he's come back so he's needed that monkey off his back mm. and as I'm reporting from, from my interview with him this week and for the rest of this week you know he understands why he's not playing regularly you know he's not in the first team in the league mm. because of the depth because of the quality he gets that um, but he put in a good performance on on Tuesday he took his goal late on really well he still should have that in the locker you know he's done it so much throughout his career you don't lose that timing of runs that finishing ability mm. even if your legs do go a little bit or, you know struggle with recovery or whatnot so yeah I was delighted for him to be honest and you know as as we'll touch on Fijiri Okunabiri and Jason Cummings netting two which you know two great finishes so happy days
0: yeah and what are your thoughts on the EFL trophy is that something which you think Shrewsbury Town can consider <coughs> um, taking a little bit more seriously or
1: I think certainly Ricketts would say they took it immensely seriously on Tuesday you know they lost their first group game at Vale mm. which meant they had to get something in this one to have any chance of progressing yes you know there's no league game this weekend but he named a really strong side I think he will have. He would still have named a strong side, even if they had a league game. Mm. But again, that's just because he's got so many players, senior players that need to play. Yeah. Uh, but it just gave him a bit more leeway, a bit more freedom to give lads run outs, rather than thinking, oh, you know, what if they get a little scrape? and Put mm. them out for the weekend. It took away that fear, I suppose. Um, I think that listen, the, the dressing room and the manager. Players would say they've got ambitions for the playoffs this season. Yeah, which a lot of clubs have um, taking that into account. They're, they're not going to be interested in reaching Wembley in the EFL Trophy. Yeah, because it can be a distraction and get in the way and tire you out. But you know that, that maybe that's if you've got a smaller squad. This this is a squad where, as I say, there's more than one player in each position. He can, you know, the other day he made eight changes from the Tranmere League game. Ricketts could make 11 changes and it would still be a strong side mm. uh, you know the final group game next month is against Macclesfield League 2 could make 11 changes from the league and still have a team good enough to beat those mm. um, so tiredness from the competition shouldn't be a, an issue really if you're making that many changes and you've mm. got that depth so I think I think I get out of the group now their second uh, better goal difference than Mac to qualify. So it's a shootout with Mac in the last game to get through to the knockouts. And if they get a decent enough draw, you know, it's only a couple of wins and you're into like the quarter semi finals So mm. <laughs> it's really hard to be honest. I mean, again then you factor in, you know, Shrewsbury Town fans, opinions of Wembley, which is just like nightmare after nightmare for them, mm. especially the two trips a couple of years ago so do they really want to go there in the AFL trophy no they'd want to win there in a playoff final but I suppose it would give them a chance to banish the hoodoo and win there you know then there's the you know because there's a massive there's the massive B team boycott isn't there which is why fans aren't turning up because academy sides are in there like the Newcastle side they played and I totally get it you know I'm I'm supposed to remain impartial as a reporter but if I was a fan it's I just
0: doesn't sit quite right
1: no it doesn't no I agree I don't think there's anything wrong with it being the football league trophy mm. you know which did get low crowds itself you know until the later stages anyway uh, I think this has just knocked a few more fans off that are boycotting to be mm. honest um, but this, like I say they should have the squad there to be successful in this competition certainly to, to have a crack at the knockout stages when that comes and for it not to take away from their league yeah. So, you know, you said near the start of this pod, you know, winning breeds winning, and it's only a good thing if you're winning in all competitions. But I don't think we'll, you know, cry too much if Town get knocked out of the first knockout stage or whatnot on penalties or whatever. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to know what fans thought, like as a vote about wanting to make the final. But they could do it. There's mm. a good squad there and a big squad there, and if you know the backup players are on it when they come in, then they could, could go far, yeah. Yeah,
0: certainly. Should we answer questions? Yeah, let's roll. Questions. So we ask for questions. First reply. Guess where it came from?
1: Yeah, I saw this. Was it not the club account? Shrewsbury Town FC. That is wholly unlike them to uh, tweet me.
0: I mean, brilliant. I mean, question is a really good one as well. Why does a round pizza come in a square box?
1: Yeah, it sort of blew my mind when I saw that. It's one of these kind of brain frazzling ones, but I've actually never seen this question before.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, there are a couple of replies to it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, cast but, but
1: before you say that, have you seen this question before?
0: No, I've not seen it before.
1: Well, without reading their, or looking at their answers, I don't know if I could think of a sensible answer to that question.
0: I just thought it might be easier to make the square boxes.
1: Yeah. I'm giving you the blankest look over here. for. Yeah, I mean, it's boxes. not an exciting answer. No, 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 I... Actually, as a slight caveat to this you can have square pizzas yeah okay. nothing's stopping yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's
0: a little bit more effort for the for the the guy cooking it Oof.
1: yeah let, let's let see what, what what did they so, say
0: so Salop, Salopcast good guys at Salopcast got, uh, came back uh, with a response said I can help with this one it's cheaper cheaper to make square boxes um, and well, Ryan o- Humphreys o- o- got involved
1: Ollie uh, Warner of Salopcast fame uh, has, has a little bit of insight here because he um he, he, I believe, works within the. I don't say confectionery industry, but he works within a company that, uh, yeah distributes or, or whatever. He works in a, a, a an Italian a, a delicacy, biscuit, a, a food, What's chocolatey f- biscuit oh, right, company. Okay. Certain certain chocolate biscuits that have orange jam in the middle. All oh, right, okay. brand awareness. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know too much about what he does, but if, you know, it's within food, so he should know. Yeah, yeah. Is what I'm saying.
0: Ryan Humphreys came in an answer as well. Okay. He said, plus you'd have to pay Apple loads of dosh. Apparently, according to uh, the Verge, Apple have the patent for round pizza boxes, which are exclusively used in their campus cafes. What Apple is in the company Apple? Yeah, the people who make the iPhone. Wow. I mean, it's open to kind of worms. I've got another like brain frazzling question for you.
1: I'm, aren't there like, aren't the proper Italian pizzerias? Like, don't they do them square? Or have I made that off?
0: No, no, I think you're right. There's yeah. some. Um, there's, there's some. I know Pizza Express who have been in the news recently themselves. Um, Worrying um, there. Really they do a pizza them. with like a hole in the middle, with like an egg in there, don't they? Like a donut. Kind donut. of, but it's, it's weird. Yeah. Very odd. What's
1: your other brain frazzler?
0: So, this is one similar to that. If you're a transformer, yeah, car insurance or life
1: insurance. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. My simple answer to that, I guess, is that Transformers don't exist. If they were real. Oh, hypothetically. Okay. Yeah. Um, surely a car insurance, because they're not living beings. But they are living beings. When mm. they're not in
0: car mode, if they were to get into an accident, would they have to claim off their so. car insurance? I
1: guess so. I did like the Transformer films as a nipper. Especially they, the started, they started well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went downhill. Yeah.
0: Dark of the Moon was my favourite. I don't know that much. Dark Side of the Moon. That's a good... That's, Sorry. It's like the third one, I think. But yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's... The, the, the Yeah, I can't answer that one, I'm afraid.
0: You got Any other brain frizzers?
1: I'll, I'll have a think.
0: Right, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Think something, think something. Um, well, actually,
1: I think one of... Uh, I saw in my uh, mentions there was one. Go on. One of uh, one of the guys. Oh,
0: and the Matt Pritchard one?
1: No, was it... Uh, possibly, actually. Go on, read it out.
0: Is a Wookiee a bear...
1: Yeah, well, I didn't mean that one, but I don't really know if I know the answer to that. <laughs> you know what Star Wars? No, I know what a Wookiee is, yeah, but yeah. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. Pretty
0: sure they're not bears.
1: Is Wookie um is Chewbacca? Chewbacca, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it or, looks like a bear, doesn't it?
0: it? Looks something like a bear, isn't? But it Wookie can hold like the a name gun. Name of the animal?
1: Yeah, it's
0: the name of the, the species. The yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like um or. All jacuzzis are hot tubs, but not all hot tubs are jacuzzis because jacuzzi is a brand name.
1: Ah, and also um, Porter Cabin is a brand name. Oh, is it? So a Porter Cabin. Yeah. Is not what it is. It's, it's just brand. a temporary structure. And astroturf is also. I didn't know that either. So you have to cap up A in astroturf and P for Porter Cabin. Who knew that? Who knew? Incredible. There's another one, Jack
0: Forrester. Very, very standardised question is, "What came first, the chicken or the egg?" Yes, that's the one. Yes, I mean, will we ever know the answer?
1: Oh uh, well, doesn't that depend on your opinion on um, evolution and all that? Like how the world started? Did it start with animals or did yeah, it start but with dinosaurs? Yeah, this is or? this
0: is the thing. The question is, it's like because something it's obviously evolved. Yeah. But when at what point did it evolve to a point where it laid eggs?
1: I'm saying chicken. I
0: that's, mean, that's just my controversial
1: like, opinion. I, I, I feel like you <laughs> want to say egg,
0: which is fine. It's just it's a confusing one. You will never know the answer to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got a football question as well from Sell-Upcast. Um Why is Morrison not playing? What story might... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Come on. You started so you can finish. <laughs> and Why is Morrison not playing? Um... That's essentially the question. Okay, okay. I thought well, you're I'm, gonna I'm, that I'm not time going time to read it. out the rest. It's of not it. going to get you
1: in trouble. Don't worry. It might I? Might. I'll, I'll take him. all the blame. It's fine. No, I don't want to. I don't want to get any trouble. That's nice of you, Luke. Don't get me in trouble then. Okay. You can uh, you can have a look on Twitter if you want to uh, read the full question. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, so why is Morrison not playing? So mean, my,
0: Ian, Ian, Ian suggests maybe he's in broad in the Rooney Vardy <laughs> thing somehow. Can we start the rumor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Colleen really got triangle. something on Steve Morrison <laughs> Uh, Yeah, No. well, it's a good question, Morrison And obviously I wrote about it this week It's something definitely worth speaking about Post-Newcastle United, under-21s mm. Steve Morrison, summer signing from Millwall, on loan Big name as well Yeah, yeah, big career Does, comes in on loan You know, high-profile signing mm. Does really well in the friendlies starts the first few league games most of August Town is struggling in attacking areas struggling for goals obviously Ricketts waits until deadline day in September to get his other strikers in Mm. we haven't really seen Morrison since Uh, the other strikers have done pretty well Ocon is back from injury Udo started playing Um, so that Steve Morrison has been on the bench a couple of times now he hasn't made the last three squads in League 1 match day 18s and each time, you know, Sam Ricketts has said it it's just a selection thing for me, can mm. only name, so many players, which is code for you know, he's not in my thoughts at the moment, he's yeah, not yeah. he's not in the eighteen. Um so it got to Tuesday night in the EFL Trophy, and I think pretty much everyone thought that Morrison would be He was you'd think he'd starting a starting or at at very least on the bench. So when we didn't see him in the eighteen, yeah, very surprised actually and uh, and it was put to the manager afterwards and he said listen this is just where we're at Steve Morrison who who made his loan permanent mm. during August when when he was you know getting games so he's very much a town player now full time um, and Sam Ricketts just said you Steve Morrison understands the situation that there are young strikers here doing well that are, you know going to progress and help us progress and Morrison's happy to play this role he's happy to go along with this I a, it's a difficult one isn't it and I was going to say how many players are happy to not, not be involved
0: does As it p- seem like he's almost making that first step into kind of coaching or yeah something, well like? yeah
1: he wants to do that and I'm sure he will be playing a um, mentoring role you mm. know, both in training and, and behind the scenes but having interviewed him once already you know I know how much he thinks he can bring to the, the party and how much of a role he wants to play which is great you know he's got so much um, behind him experience wise and he's still you know, yes he's 36 but he still knows where to be he Still, he can play that role as, as the sort of target man where he wins headers and things like that you know, a lot to offer but it's a surprise it's, it really is a surprise right. I was going to say something there that contradicts something that I'm writing about Dave Edwards at the moment where Dave has basically come out and said I understand why I'm not playing I'm happy not to be playing if the midfield lads are succeeding and we're succeeding I'm happy for them to To carry on. Now Dave Edwards is saying that because he knows he's coming to the end of his career. He's a Shrewsbury fan, he's back home and he wants Shrewsbury to do well. Yeah, Steve Morrison's not a Shrewsbury fan, obviously, and he'll want to be playing. But, you know, Sam Ricketts has said that's where we're at, you know. He's not in the A team because there are other guys Mm -hmm. at the moment that are in the mood, younger and and just ahead of him in the pecking order, and now that's going to change, isn't it? I mean, Callum Lang's injured, like I say, so that's that's one. Yeah, that's one out of the reckoning reckoning for a while, and there'll be more injuries, more suspensions. Time when Morrison comes into the squad, probably on the bench, comes on and, and has an impact. But you understand a lot of talk from the fans about this because he was a high profile signing, mm-hmm. you know, and and he would have expected, and I suppose we would have except, expected him to play a quite a big, more regular part. And for him to not be involved in, in four squads, like I say, it's certainly a talking point. And uh, but you know, the other strikers are, are delivering and you know, at different points of their career aren't they? And, you know, that's one for the club to to iron out between the management and Morrison. They're close friends, they did their badges together, they'll know how each other are feeling about this. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as nothing becomes a problem and, you know, there are no signs that it is, then I suppose it's too much of an issue and like I say I'm sure Morrison will will make the bench at some point and have another chance.
0: Interesting situation though.
1: Yeah it is. Yeah definitely. Um, Yeah. Are are there more questions? I had one to uh, to show you. Go on. It was just because I remember someone asking oh there we go. At Salop Jack how bad is your eyesight? You wear glasses I I don't. I offence to that. (laughs) Nah I'm joking. He um (laughs) Yeah. I mean usually it's cuz I get things wrong on Twitter because I can't, <laughs> not because I can't see mainly because we spend so much time typing. At That's a
0: game. it. It's tough it's tough at games. I've had this criticism before. Um, Are you
1: actually watching the game?
0: Yeah, like I've had I've had it before where I've commented on something and said, "Oh no, that didn't happen. I have uh, seen replays." So well,
1: good for you. You got a replay. So I don't fair, know. You spend a lot of time at uh, West Brom and, and Villa games, don't you and you do have replays there. Like, yeah, it, de-
0: uh, it depends on the game, though. I got a lot of criticism, criticism last season. Aston Villa versus Rotherham again when Jack Skri- Jack Grealish scored that unbelievable goal.
1: No replays at Rotherham.
0: Um, you don't get a replay there. No. And um, you know, you say something on Twitter, and you say, "Well, it looked like this," but there's you got no replays. You're going off what you you've seen from a distance. So sometimes. essentially,
1: welcome to my world. Every game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard, and you know a lot of the times I have Radio Shropshire Stuart done next to me commentating you know and, and, and they've seen this is no slight on them because that's absolutely not easy for another reason but they're seeing what's happening and you still doubt yourself on first viewing mm. yet half the time that you know I was there's looking at my a... laptop when something happens it's, it's it can be difficult and there's normally a conversation around a press box isn't there if there's some debate yeah, yeah, over yeah, something yeah, yeah. it's oh who, who
0: played the ball yeah. into so and so's yeah, score yeah. and you kind of Determine it that way, but you know sometimes you 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 you're treading a risky line.
1: In terms of how bad my actual eyesight is, I would say pretty bad. Um, you do team, rock glasses, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Team four eyes. Um, I need them for driving. I can get by if I if I wake up and don't wear them. I can mm. get by because my eyes haven't adjusted. But you know, I couldn't I couldn't wear them to a game. And to to get all technical, I have an astigmatism. hmm does that mean anything to you? Yeah, it means that the eye is not perfectly round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In one eye. So, yeah. The, the honest truth is I neglected glasses until I was like 18 because I didn't want to wear them at school. Mm. You know, because, Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I needed to learn how to drive and you know that bit where you need to read the number plate in the test? Yeah. Yeah, I could not read that number plate. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then I went and got glasses and realized that some of them actually kind of cool and look pretty decent. Mm. So, yeah, that is an incredible answer to that question. For, um, for the record, uh, I've got 2020 vision still. so Yeah.
0: I'm quite lucky. Do you have a
1: laser eye test? Laser? No, that's I'm just. I've
0: not, not so driven, just,
1: just had surgery. Well, really? Both
0: my parents wear glasses, though, so I'm doomed to lose it at some point.
1: That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. How do you know it's 2020?
0: Well, last time I got it tested, and that was years and years ah. ago. But I still could see fine. I can read stuff and don't have any trouble.
1: Incredible.
0: You got any brain teasers, or should we move on? Uh is a tomato
1: a fruit or a veg? Uh, it's fruit i I know there's an answer to that, but i didn 't know what it was yeah it's fruit it's, it's why fruit isn't it because it 's got seeds S- something like that um
0: i can't remember exactly why because like certain other veg has seeds
1: inside doesn't it oh, i don't know <laughs> God knows would the- you rather fight a million Shh, what, what, what? i'm trying to remember how to say this now something like a million. Duck-sized Sean Wally, oh yeah, or like a Sean or a A Sean Wally-sized duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd take the small ones. Would you? Mm. I'd take the one. I think
0: that one duck, though, a human-sized duck. Yeah,
1: that's true. If it's a Sean Wally duck, it'll be quick as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's very quick. (laughs) Although
0: he's not the tallest person in the world. No, no, he's not. No, no, no. So he's he's shorter than I would be. I'd still take the small ones. I feel like I'd kind of kick them.
1: Oh, there's one more question, just before we finish this segment. Oh, just, there we go.
0: All right, okay, here we go. Uh, Tom Griff, Rooney or Vardy, what's your favourite no-context turn? <laughs> clip? And The Circle or Love Island? I'm going to start with my favourite no-context hern clip. Um,
1: I enjoy watching these, but I, 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 I haven't... Uh, you have not used them yet? I can't pick out, I haven't seen enough, or I can't tell you which is my fave. I've, got a, couple, I've got a couple i favourites. Go on, couple favourites.
0: Um, my second favourite is the uh, the Hold My Beer one. I've used that in a working <laughs> circumstance as well. <laughs> Very good. Um, but m- the other one I've used in a working circumstance is the one where he's just silent, he's just shocked. <laughs> That's funny. And he's got he's his mouth open, yeah, just like yeah, he's yeah, completely yeah. confused. That's Those are my favourites. Uh, as for Rooney or Vardy...
1: I'm ho- does he mean... As footballers, this is the
0: thing. Do you mean as footballers, or do you mean inside of the argument? I think team I'm, a, I'm team I'm team clean as well. I yeah, think I'm yeah. team. I'm team Rooney there. As a player, I think Jamie Vardy for me. In the prime. Right now. Oh, now. Right yeah, now, Vardy. Vardy.
1: Yeah, Rooney can barely move. Anybody.
0: Um, Rooney was good in his day. I mean, I feel in like in the prime, it's Rooney. I feel day. like Rooney was, and I might get a stick for saying this. I think he was a little bit overrated. Oh wow. He was good at a young age, but England record scorer. Yeah, and you don't get me wrong. He scored goals, but like, I'm kind of judging this off like fear, fear factor. If mm. I was coming up against England, I wouldn't be terrified of Wayne Rooney, you know. Uh, Whereas if you're going up against Argentina, Portugal, yeah, uh, Germany in their pomp, there were players you were specifically scared of, mm. and you'd see him and you'd be like, oh no, I don't fancy that. I hope you get pelts for this.
1: I don't think I will. I think I think people might relate to me there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think he was a good I like player. I I really like Vardy, for the record. like I'd rather... Vardy's like 31, 32 now, and he seems to be getting better. Like, yeah, he's, he's not quicker. Lost he, that he's, apparently, he's quicker and stronger than he was yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's a great striker, great um,
0: finisher. And the circle of Love Island, is Love Island for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Love Island. Obviously, we've got winter Love Island starting in the new year to look forward yeah. to. Just in case one Love Island in the summer wasn't enough for you. Uh, but very much enjoying the circle currently of... Uh, yeah you've been watching The Circle this year haven't you I have been watching it yeah it's it. great it's great yeah check it out if you haven't it's on 4OD good stuff good stuff um, team catfish
0: yes indeed right let's get on to our final segment which is just a salad update really we're going to go through some of the stories you might have missed cool uh, and if you haven't hopefully we'll provide a little bit of talk and analysis on each of you. if you haven't why haven't you read it exactly uh, first one first one Dean Henderson called up to England yeah former Salopian Loney. oh yeah that was class news
1: yeah I mean uh, it class was only- news for you but not, for, not for Tom Eaton but it turns out he's going to be alright I think oh yeah I guess yeah but it was only a matter of time Um, you know I think our, some old Schuster fans were digging up tweets from like 2017 2018 saying like you know in a few years you'll be playing for England and you because Dino always had this um how can I put this nicely? A high opinion of himself for good reason. He's a confident lad. Yeah, he could back it up. Um, you know, and he 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 would have told you then at Shrewsbury Town that he would play for Manu in England. Obviously, he hasn't played for either of those yet. But I don't know if he will play for Manu. You know, well, there's. I saw a story came out. De Gea got the new deal, didn't he? He's always been seen as the the successor, but. Yeah, but Sam Johnson was always seen as a successor and that never happened. Well, I do, yeah, you know more about that than me. I, I don't know if... See, Dino's done so well in each division. Now he's getting his chance as a Premier League goalkeeper. He made that one error against Liverpool, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago, which was real mixed emotions for me because I was absolutely gutted for him, but huge win for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I just I can see him leaving United in the summer. Yeah, yeah, because... because he will want to be a number one in the prem,
0: mm.
1: oh, so I get that. And United will have to make a decision, and it'll cost whoever you know wants to sign him a lot of money because how young he is. Um, and I suspect by then he'll have a chance of winning his first England cap. Maybe. Um, so what if he wins an England cap? His value goes up. But listen, he could. You know, if if he is number one all season in Sheffield United avoid relegation, then he's had a great season. Mm. You know, and he's already had great games this season, clean sheets. Against big sides, um, it was Make great made some good saves as well. Yeah, yeah. it's great news for Shrew, you know Shrewsbury. It's another one of like, you know, obviously people take interest in Dino and see where he's done well and things like that. It's another one, uh, you know, for them to be proud about. Like, you know, like the l- likes of Joe Hart, Dave Edwards. They love they love a good goalkeeper, they, Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Hart's homegrown, but. Yeah, it's it's great for the club, and you know that's that's why and how Town are going to have success. Those loans need to be the the, the top loans you can get.
0: How how much do you reckon Dean Anderson goes for on the market right now?
1: <laughs> I saw the Sun did an exclusive when De Gea had signed a new deal, like mentioning in the twenty mils.
0: Twenty,
1: which is loads, but he's English, which inflates it. He's what twenty two, which. I mean he's got 15 years left as a keeper in I,
0: I see him going 12-15
1: you know yeah nah too much potential I think that's just my opinion I'm not trying to be biased towards Dino because I, I just think that's the market mm. um, but yeah I think it's a big call for Man to sell him because they could regret it for the next decade so I can just see I don't know like
0: it all depends with Manu, doesn't it? Because you don't know how it's going to go. I mean, the the thing with I mean, it's Solskjaer gone terribly, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: gone terribly. Solchar's Solskjaer.
0: not gone well. It looks like, you know, in the summer, it could be
1: a matter of a, a management change. If they get someone like Pochin, he's known for working with young players. I don't quite know why De Gea signed a new deal. He's been so desperate to go back to Spain, and then it's got really I terrible at United, and now he's signed a new deal. I
0: yeah, think. I mean, I think you look at Spain as well at the moment, and you say, well, Real Madrid have got Courtois. He's not doing brilliantly. Yeah. Um, Barça have got uh, Tostegan. Behind that, they've got Neto. Is he? I mean, unless he's going to yeah, play the, the second fiddle to the Real Madrid like one's
1: the one, isn't it? Especially with Courtois situation. Um,
0: yeah, he hasn't he hasn't settled well there, Courtois. Despite you know being at Atletico for all them years. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting one. I just don't see personally. I don't see Henderson playing from. But of course, you know, anything can happen.
1: Yeah, I just hope he has a good season. Keeps them up. Helps keep them up. They look good, Sheffield United. And, you know, hope he has a chance of being in another England squad, maybe getting a cap, and just staying in the Prem. And I hope it's with United. I do, because he was class. Mm. For sure, he was class. Uh,
0: Next one. Ethan... Easy for you to say. Yeah, easy for me to say. Ethan Ebanks-Landell.
1: Injured. Yeah. Yeah, that's a blow. He missed... um, he obviously missed the win at Tranmere, and, uh, and obviously the EFL trophy game in the in the week he's got a hamstring problem he's not too bad happily and mm. he's one where this uh, this break this weekend will, will help obviously he doesn't miss a game uh, not too sure because as I mentioned earlier I haven't been able to catch up with with the club the manager not too sure if he's in frame for Lincoln I'd be surprised with a muscle injury like a hamstring Friday night game mm. That'd be cool. Yeah, I look forward to that. Nathan um, Judah with you. Is he? Mm. Oh, that's a bombshell. Yeah. Breaking news. Let me know. That'll turn a few people away. Yeah, certainly <laughs> you, will. Yeah, they'll wonder what to love what have hit him on Friday night at Cincinnati Bank. God. Um, What's the reason for that on the box? No, it was Lincoln's choice. At the start of the season, they've done it with a few games. Obviously, mm. they've changed managers since they had the calories, didn't they? But. Um, I think it's to do with their recovery time to give them better chance from Friday to Tuesday. Oh right, okay. Which I kinda of get. I mean it's a nightmare for town fans. Yeah, getting yeah, yeah. there and it's uh, that's a real kick in the nuts, to be honest. But mm. you know, what can you do? Um I am not sure about E Banks Landell for that one. I would be surprised if so and if you know, if the other, if the Grenada lads return fine. Mm. It will be tight, you know, Grenada lads won't be back until Wednesday, Thursday and the games are Friday night. So the likelihood is they're going to have to put in a shift having just landed back from the Caribbean. Mm. Um, I can imagine more stressful places to go. (laughs) Well, yeah, to play alongside Rochon at the back if if Ebanks-Landell isn't fit. And it's a blow because this is probably a big shout. But the four centre-backs, all of whom have been great so far this season, he's probably edged it, Ebanks-Landell, I would say. Probably just edged it, which you wouldn't have suggested before the season starts. it's been a, sort of a great cheap free signing from mm. Shrew's point of view
0: yeah and last one um, Sam Ricketts was saying that the playoffs are wide open this was a couple of weeks ago to be yeah, fair yeah 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 um, Shrewsbury Town sit 12th they're three points off the top six um, how realistic a proposition is it?
1: Uh, yeah I always get wary of writing this because it's so early in the season yeah. isn't it? Uh, it's still Oct- it's October which I guess is a couple of months in but you it. it's tight isn't it it's, co- it's so compact like, it, it says a lot about Towns solid start that they're within a game of the top 6 mm. but they haven't showed yet over the I think it's 11 league games isn't it that enough consistent form mm. yeah I mean you could say at both ends certainly an attack better at the back that they've got enough consistency in them to mount serious top 6 challenge mm-hmm. but you know until start of September they didn't have all their players in yeah until into September even now I suppose now things are settling down but they they were really unlucky with injuries Yeah. people getting fit Jason Cummings new signing still not fit really um, others came back from long injuries I mean Ebanks Landell and Callum Lang are the, are the two first teamers that are, are missing at the minute but mm-hmm. hopefully not too serious albeit Lang could be um So to be where they are, given the sort of little mini injury crisis they did have, is a a good effort. But you speak to people at the club, manager, and players, and they say, "You know, we're disappointed. We didn't. We haven't had a better start." Yeah, which shows that you know it's a snapshot of their ambitions for this season. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's fans may disagree here. I think it's fairly realistic they'll have a shot if they can, if they can keep a reasonably uh, good bill of health not lose key men mm. I mean like
0: Norburners and stuff
1: yeah Cummings maybe Okunabiri, uh maybe like likes of Giles and one of the defenders or two of the defenders then I think they they could have a great shot but I think there's also the top 11 and top 12 come the end of the season will have backed themselves to, mm. to do it you know um but, I mean, which Ipswich's title to lose. They're flying. And, and their squad is a joke for League One. They, they should win the title. Good bro. manager as well in Paul. Yeah. yeah no, and
0: no. Regardless of what the previous jobs he's done at this level, he's super manager.
1: No qualms. They should win the title. Um, but from second down, I mean, second is Wickham. No one would have said that. Mm. And then Fleetwood, of course. And then the likes of Blackpool Coventry. Yes. A few of them, other than Wickham spending money. But... We've got as good a chance as, as anyone. They you know it's five clean sheets in eleven in mm. the league, which is a good record. They're solid enough at the back. Yes, they've had games where they've conceded three, like the Fleetwood and, and Ipswich, but they they're, they're, they're well organised and they're defensively sound, largely. So if they can start you know creating chances to the extent they did against Tranmere, creating a lot and finding a, a, a more of a ruthless touch. Look, the likes of Cummings are not gonna be showed in the week in the trophy why they're superb finishers they really are Mm. Um, and if they can sort of find the goal trail and get on a sort of purple patch then it's great and there's you know Lang knows how to score where the net net is Udo's already scored midfield boys need more from them Norman's got one Mm. which is good need Goss to chip in Laurent needs to score Um, Giles has obviously got one but he needs more but if they can all you know get a handful between them and the striking boys get into double figures Mm. got a chance because I think they've got what it takes defensively yeah so I'm quietly optimistic but it's not it's not a failure I don't think if they don't finish in the top six Mm. I think from 7th to 10th 11th it's still shows improvement certainly progress and like you know a good season playoffs would be great but um yeah, they're, they're ambitious this season. No, no hiding that. So, yeah, you know, fingers crossed. It can um, you know after the international boat finishes, we can have some more good results. Fingers crossed, we can right. that just about does it. Cheers, Lewis. Luke. No, not a problem. Pleasure man. as ever.
0: Anything else to add?
1: <sighs> no, I think I'm um, I'm ready to enjoy my weekend off. <laughs> not quite a weekend off. I got Saturday off. But yeah, that's all right for some. In, in the office on the Sunday, plowing on. Um, yeah. yeah, and. Already missing. Don't like these international breaks. Can't get used to them. Not about that. Yeah, I no, mean, either. Not about that. Premier League championship life. Mm. No. Although, good luck to the Grenada boys, the Spice Boys. They can qualify for the Gold Cup. Oh, can they? Oh yeah, they. They got a double header against French Guyana. I think that's how you say it. Guyana. Yeah, you? yeah. Um, over the weekend, home and away, and I think if they win and draw, that's guaranteed qualification. Oh, fingers crossed! Oh, it's great, yeah, great story because the obviously Pierre's played there for a while but having Beckles there as well has really boosted them Mm -hmm. you know they've won all the games so far and that would be a great story for them to be in the Gold Cup's a massive competition Um, so yeah that'd be cool keep a watch out for that Ryan Giles is playing or hoping to play for England 20s against Italy on Thursday today as we speak Mm -hmm. so I'll have to see how that's getting on they then come back to England and play on Monday at Peterborough Mm -hmm. against Czech Republic so hopefully he gets another cap there Hopefully Callum Lang's diagnosis isn't too bad, touch wood. And yeah, I mean, we have to bring you more on all of that next week.
0: Right then, that just about does us then. So from myself and from Lewis, a fond farewell. Cheers.